All right, ready? I don't know the number of the episode. We got another one of Call Your Own Foul with special guest Matt Nichols. Hello, everybody. Back. You got your law degree now. I'm, I do, and You're I'm alive. Officially a lawyer. Hell yeah. Well, I still gotta wait for my results from the bar. I don't find out till October, bro. Well, how do you think you did? Well, how? Oh, when you, you know, take I mean, it? I took it in July and in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, they make you wait a very long time. Um, I mean, you know, all I needed was a 68. percent So. How, how, how confident are you feeling you got it? Uh, you know, not bad. Okay. You know, so We got legal representation. <laughs> That's the important part. Here. Was it more difficult than you thought or easier than you thought? Um, I mean, I would say I, I prepped pretty good, so I was like kind of expecting it. But the que- the actual, especially the essay questions were really tough, mm-hmm. like a lot harder than I thought they would be. Like mm-hmm. they threw two softballs at us. I'm actually like legally not allowed to say what was on them, but okay. they threw a couple softballs at the start. So I was feeling real good. And then like question three and four came up and I was like, oh. what's the plan next um well moving down to florida because i got a job down there Uh, i got my apartment all lined up so start that's a place yeah man jacksonville it's the place to go it's the it's the largest republican city in the country so it's all location Mm -hmm. it's all location so we're gonna have to come down and visit you oh podcast every once in a while right hey man i got a nice uh queen size blow-up mattress just for you guys so if things get dicey (laughs) we might have to survive down there for kicked out (laughs) i don't know how things are gonna work we're getting into the midterms so we have a hideaway now in florida Yes. Where, we, where we can escape, like and an escape pod. Yes, no, we do, we do, we do, we do. We got the machine tech. Hey, more than welcome. Plus, it's on the beach, so nice. I mean, Jesus, bring it, bring your kayaks. What an endorsement! Out. What an endorsement! <laughs> I, tough to follow that up with my current situation with the diner. We wanted to get through that early in the beginning. Um, no, I mean, we're gonna have a diner talk here coming up with Alec. Uh, today we did well. We had a couple rough days the last couple, but he did a good job of being his own server. We took care of all the customers. We'll see how this works over the next couple weeks. Still the same situation I laid out last episode. Yeah. But we'll see how... We want to get Alec here for that. Right now, we got three different varying degrees of Republicans. And we have... (laughs) Mar-a-Lago raid. <laughs> and Ryan kept going, I want as much passion. I want as much passion to go against, to be on favor of the Democrats as the Republicans. I just don't have it. I don't. I, I've, I've listened to Mueller. I've listened to the perfect phone call. I've listened to the Jan 6th. And now here we go. We're going to, the Southern White House, we're going to, he got 15 documents that are classified. Oh, it's 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 nuclear energy. It's nuclear energy. Do you know what's nuclear energy? Burisma in Ukraine. If he decided to take any information on behalf of Sir Hunter, this would be technically considered classified because anybody who is involved in nuclear energy is involved in what's that? Uh, secret status TC slash SC. This all the. Watch the liberal news networks. We got him. John Oliver. You got him. You're going to arrest him. Yeah, sure. they, they always think they got him until yeah, they don't. I don't. Until they just keep feeding into the, the Trump fan base fire. But did we want to talk about uh, what was going on at the diner a little bit before we jump into the raid? Sure. Right, well, do, you do, have, do you have any questions? What, do you have well, how's it going? Because I missed the last yeah. episode. So <coughs> fill me in a little. Give me the quick rundown. Um, the, two epi- I'm telling you, Greg, people want to know about the diner. Two episodes ago. We had a little bit of a hostile dialogue between me and Alec. Mm-hmm. A little worker versus boss. 
Who's expected mm-hmm. to do what mm-hmm. responsibilities? Mm-hmm. When, when is the union getting involved? Yeah, I got you. I <laughs> no, got no, you. No, I got you. It, it went back to like Alec Jay- would have to support the unionization of his diner. He's been in support of it for years. Hey, he won't. He won't admit he's just he's hiring people for free. I'm very pro union right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that 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 dialogue escalated to a point where Alec at the end was going, "Yeah, Republicans are right on everything. Democrats are wrong. Blah 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 blah." is not as hostile as that episode entailed. Mm-hmm. It was one of those Alex been you start a business you got your family on you mm-hmm. you got your friends on you mm-hmm. you got the realities of life of inflation it's like everything's piling on him and me and Craig kind of decided to take the opportunity to really because we've been talking about this the diner before our diner talk started we've been talking about Alex ID to start one for a year now Mm-hmm. And the question was, is what's your menu and how do you get employees? Mm-hmm. And here we are three months in and it's like, we need more employees. We might need to make a menu shift. How do you do that? And it's like, I'm just general, general, genuinely curious of how he's like going about running a diner for like the first time. No, I, yeah. I, like that's like a kind of cool thing and not like, w- not that many people get to do something like w- that. W- yeah. w- one thing that you don't see on the show is the ups and the downs. Mm-hmm. Is just like so Friday Saturday we had nothing like maybe five hundred dollars total. Mm-hmm. Today we had a thousand, and it's like we had a solid fifty sixty people there. Alec was holding his own weight as a server. We had two cooks. We had a dishwasher. We mm-hmm. kept up with everything. Made good money. And it's like at the end of that you feel kind of motivated. You feel like okay this is worth us showing up. How well can how long can we recreate that? I have no idea. Uh, that's why I want, I want to get Alec in here to see what his hopes are going into once we lose, once kids go back to high school, right? once the college kids go back to the schools that they want to go to, mm-hmm. what's left in downtown Jeanette for like a breakfast crowd. I mean, are there any colleges in the area, really? Or? Seton Hill. You could try and do some promotion yeah. out there, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's less yeah. than 10 minutes away. If, I mean, but that's also a It comes with strings attached. It's really too. close. They, they have so their own. They have their own. There's some people living there, but they're right here where we're at. Yeah. Like the school's right here. And that's the closest one, right? Mm-hmm. But they still have a lot of people living there. So, like, a diner can survive there, but you kind of got to start get your name out because there's restaurants in Jeanette and yeah. they show that you can right. survive. Right. You just got to do the right. Like, there's a certain way you have to conduct business out there. And. He's going to be able to do it because you just got to be able to make it through like the tough period where people are just finding out the place is still open. Yeah. The long yeah. part but, of the summer. But, he's o- but you got to be open when they're there for the fair. Like, yeah. And you guys were. You guys were selling. He had you guys out there selling hamburgers. Thursday. Chris Which so that's, I think that was probably a good move. So then people, no one even knew that place was open. Yeah. You know? And that's where. So we're going to get Alec in here to discuss this. It's, it, it, it's trucking. Do you guys have a social media page? We're working on it. That's okay. one that's one of those within okay. the next two weeks we're gonna have the studio going. Yeah. We have an Instagram and a YouTube kinda set up. You could honestly probably make a TikTok out of a diner, like the stuff going on in the easily. back even. Oh my I mean I mean, you know what you could do? You could you could go to one of these high schools around here, maybe even just like a uh, college freshman or something and be like, Hey, you wanna in like intern? So you get uh not free labor but oh, experience. No, no. no. Um, the, and be the a mar- be the marketer. No, but, oh, for to be a marketer. No, the marketer, yeah. 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 But, but, but even if you look at Substack on Joe Rogan, podcasting for a lot of just average people, you don't know whether what you're talking about is going to be cool or not. What you mm. want is the opportunity. If you can go to a place, they get you nice microphones, mm-hmm. they're recorded for you. If it's worse up, then you publish it. We split a percentage. Yeah. 
But a lot of people are just kind of looking for the opportunity to, hey, maybe I don't have $500 to turn my basement into a studio. Yeah. We if got we this. think you're a little interesting, we'll help you out. Yeah, come <laughs> on. Do a recording. We'll see. I mean, hey, maybe yeah. one of us have an idea that can make that into yeah. something that's yeah. more valuable. But, that's, I mean, you put, a, you put like, a senior in high school, right? You bring yeah. him on to, uh, into the diner, tell him, hey, you run our TikTok, our Instagram, and our Facebook, and you can write on your resume – for when you apply to colleges. Yeah, uh, and they'll get real creative. Marketing intern, yeah. Executive they would, assistant, yeah. Executive assistant, executive, marketing intern, yeah. yeah. They would eat that stuff up because that looks yeah. so good on a resume going to college. And I bet there's a lot of people who think they could do social media if they just had, like, the name of something else to run it through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they yeah. think they could be, like, instead of selling yeah, themselves, they feel like they could sell remember, something Remember, as long as whether you're going to a public school or whether you're going to college, you're... Um, social media footprint it's going to be followed throughout you so you, yeah. what, what you comment at different points you're kind of you have to self-censor mm -hmm. which we want to try and provide an area that you don't have to do that and hopefully our audience isn't collapsing on people for <laughs> taking a particular stance because that it, it takes balls to do that it's tough to do that when yep. you got to put your face on camera it can get a little bit different that's true very true it's speaking of that Speaking of cameras, raids, lights, cameras, action. What? So what? What will you call the Mar-a-Lago? The Democrats take offense to calling it a raid. Oh, it's just the raid. No, no, like, it's just an interview. They're people, just they're they're following an investigation. I, I was talking to people and they were like, "What kind of gate should we attach to this? You know, because there's Watergate and all this other. It's some kind of gate." I was like, yep. "No, just call it the raid." It is forever just the raid until raid 2.0, which is until raid 2.0, which is yeah, somewhere in Ukraine. I don't know where exactly, but <laughs> in the history books, our Taiwan. kids will be reading. It'll just say the raid is the chapter title. <laughs> so it, it, I mean, it could be, it could be, it could be the spot where Trump decided to run fully. I mean, I. If I'm going to be honest, I think he was always going to, but... And this could have created, like... Uh, you never know what this created. Like, he might not have been that bad. You might have just stirred up an animal. We know, yeah. That realizes okay. if this goes down like this, he can get elected and pretty much do whatever he wants. Th this he self-pardon, too. Mm -hmm. th this was a conspiracy push last episode. It says, does this actually help Trump? Yes. Is this actually something where now Republicans that otherwise would not galvanize behind them are going, this is bullshit. But our, I yeah. may not Could like the Democrats this about Jan 6. I may not be here on abortion, but you're just going to investigate him every year of his life. Yep. He's been president for four years. He's done investigations for six. Yeah. And well, the thing well, is they, too, right, is that like, oh, sorry. But, no, you're good. But the thing is, right, like the first couple were so bad and so full of crap, to put it kindly. Um, oh, yeah. That, yeah. that they kind of discredited themselves. The P-tape? You know I mean? The yeah. P-tape? The P-tape and his the Steele voters, dossier. His voters yeah. would have been more supportive of him had they known he had donated money to piss on President Obama's <laughs> bed. Like, had they found out that Trump had just taken money out of his pocket that I want to piss on this guy's bed. Yeah. <laughs> They'd still vote but, for him. That would not yeah, have they changed would. a they damn would. vote. Well, I mean, you remember that line? Grab her by had. the pussy? Hunter Biden could just buy her by the pussy. I don't quite understand how all of a sudden. I mean, you, you remember that line? line. Where, didn't they have that line in 2016 where he said, I could walk down Madison <laughs> Avenue shoot you or in Fifth the Avenue face. and shoot you Kill in the you face? Dead. Kill they, you dead. Kill you dead. Kill you dead. And, they, and, and <laughs> you know, he wasn't wrong. He wasn't <laughs> wrong on that. But now, oh, he, here though, so we are on that. And he didn't do anything like that. But they're still kicking in his door. And the question is, so what is that? What message does that send to they Hillary just, Clinton? They believe. What message does it send to Hunter Biden? 
nothing both criminals. because they know well not nothing because they're above the law and they run the law and they know that they're never going to be targeted by law enforcement no matter even if there's a republican appointed person you, in there because you, everyone else is going to be you know part of the mm-hmm. swamp and rule number 1 of the swamp is don't upset the swamp too much so if you're Hunter Biden you're not ready to give up Joe Biden's presidency the DNC is ready to count you out we put you in because you're safe but if you're Joe Biden, if you're Hunter Biden, I want to protect this seat. This is my power. Once Joe Biden goes down, I have no value. Yeah, pretty much. Do you think there might be a slight civil war going on right now? Between oh, in the DNC? Jilly Bean, um, Jilly Bean and Hunt Hunt versus I, Team DNC and Condoleezza Rice. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Suzanne Rice. <laughs> same Condoleezza name. Rice. Yeah, yeah, whoa, whatever. Whoa, 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 the, whoa. the Rice sisters. I mean, well, I was the, gonna, Clinton, I, you know, the Clintons like, um, at, at I mean, some point. I don't know because I mean Michelle Obama. I think in the Democrats though, like the DNC as a whole. Um, I was watching this video of this guy who kind of ran through what he called, and I love this term. He called it, you know, the bench. Uh, he looked at, he took out, you know, Trump and DeSantis on the Republican side, yeah. and then he took out Biden, Kamala, uh, the pretty much, and Clinton and the Obamas yeah, because they had already done their thing, right? And he was like, okay, what does each side's bench look like, you know? And dude, he was running through the the Democrats, and it's like. Harris, Amy Klobuchar. Harris Buttigieg. Yeah, Buttigieg. Th- talking about max, like, max diversity, you get a gay and a African-American. Allegedly. <laughs> um, a Jamaican and Indian? What do we classify that as? Like uh, Barack Obama, I'm not sure under current day's classification system. Yeah, I don't know. Half don't, white, half black. Well, he's he was, well, he used his half white when he was talking to union workers, then he was using his uh, half African-American when he was down in the South talking to the Southern... Uh, uh, African American uh, conventions. And so, stuff. so, but does that figure if you were like a black conservative or a gay conservative, you basically don't get any privilege? Well, yeah, I mean that's pretty much already been established. Like they yeah. don't care, no, and and I don't think Republicans that. should care about it either. Really, like we shouldn't be. You know, this is one of the things that I hate about looking over like at, at the British politics and stuff like that, right? Like the Conservative Party over there is the only party that's put forward a woman prime minister, and they've done it. Th- they're actually in an election right now, and another woman's going to win for the Conservatives, and it's going to be the third um, woman Conservative prime minister. And great, they get to throw the oh ha ha. We really like women because we have a woman prime minister. Like New nobody Zealand, cares, Australia nobody buys it. Are still falling on that trajectory? Yeah, like nobody. Boom, 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 Sorry, boom. <laughs> Thunder. Um, this is why we need new stands. But yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I think Republicans need to not play into that whole mindset. Where? How did we get here? Where? Where did we start? Well, did I we guess start at? I would. Oh, there. If there's a civil war in the DNC, no. So. Were, if you look at their bench, right, like they have nothing. So that's why I think they have to stick with Biden almost Elizabeth because Warren, yeah, like like they're all so Cuomo. hateable. They're Cuomo hateable. actually had a good. He's taken counter. He's against the race. Or like Gavin he came Newsom. out and said, "You better share some receipts." So you like oh. News- Newsom had a trip to the White House and people were like, "Is he the next Joe Biden?" Like, no, Biden can at least pretend when he ran, he pretended to be moderate. Like Newsom, everyone can just like look at his record. Like it's so obviously progressive that it's hard to cover up, even I, though they would try to. But. I I fumbled this on the last episode, but it looks like they're gonna do Mayor Abrams in New York versus oh, Governor Eric Abrams. Or yeah, whatever. A- Eric Abrams. Yeah, versus Governor Greg Abbott. In Texas. And then they're going to do Newsom versus DeSantis. And then they're going to do Whitmore versus Gnome. 
as what like potential uh, you mean if could you, be if you're gonna scratch the presidential ticket because joe biden's a washington kamala harris is a drain on the ticket so you don't really have a presidential ticket yeah, you're I mean, trying yeah, to run yeah. off of local yeah. beto i think beto's still running against uh, yeah beto beto or war against Abbott, really man uh, He's going to lose by 10 <laughs> points. It's fine. <laughs> DeSantis going against someone. Who is it? Gillum? No, not him again. Oh, no. It can't be him again. Yeah. He's in jail. I, I, well, sure he, should be, jail. he should be in so jail. So DeSantis is going to run again for... He has to. He's no, running right, he's running right now. To. Yeah. Why would, the primary elections were the day I moved down there. The day after I moved down there. Right. I'm not registered. So it's, it's say, a primary. Do you have a plan on where you're jumping in? It's a primary. So I'll register to vote sometime after I move down there so I can vote in November. But... How much money do they make as like governor? I don't know, probably like a hundred grand. Like, if I had to guess, probably no, probably more. Probably like for like hundred eighty grand. If I had to guess, I think it's crazy what kind of job that is that they can just like potentially run for president while s- supposedly working. <laughs> yeah, well, I that well, and that's hey man, you might you might be stumbling into dangerous territory there. You know, saying what do you what do you mean people can't also run for election at the same time almost constantly i mean look at members of the house of representatives they literally get sworn in shake hands and start campaigning immediately but like the way they campaign though is like crazy you know what i mean like they're on the road constantly yeah campaigning for a job while they're supposed to be working yeah that's why it makes you wonder what they're doing all the other time yeah that's (laughs) why that's why nothing gets it's why nothing truly gets done i guess that's kind of a good thing i don't know look at it like that i don't know i don't know though like I like when nothing gets done. I don't know if our country can handle that right now, though. I think our country needs stuff to get done. You think, like, we need what they just passed? No. <laughs> I think I think they need what I want done to get done. <laughs> so, like, that's where I put, I'm not, like, too much of a better man. So, like, I'd rather have the, let's just get nothing done than the chance of them potentially doing what right, they right. just did. Hey, I'm all you for, know. I'm, 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 all, I'm all for being, I'm all for the institutions, you know, being very slow whenever the democrats are in charge yeah <laughs> and, and then and then when then when my boys get in there ready to the republicans run. even scare me though too like, like I mean, well a lot of them do because you know what are they going to do send another 40 billion to ukraine because i mean like yeah, most like of the most stuff. of them voted for it which is mm-hmm. ridiculous yeah but i kind of side with russia there <laughs> whoa whoa are we allowed to say that i don't know are we do you want to maybe <laughs> why why are you starting with Russia? Well, I'm not saying I would do what Russia's doing. But if they're saying, like, maybe we not side with Russia. I don't mean send money to Russia. But, like, let's not try to fight Russia on this. No, yeah. No, I'm with you there. Like, we don't really have any. You know, there was a. We don't have any right to be saying, like, yeah. no, you can't do this. They're kind of close to the same level as us. You know, there was a German admiral, actually, who right when the war broke out, uh, he said he was talking to an Indian delegation and he was like, you know, we shouldn't be involved in this at all. And if anything, we should support Russia because we should realign ourselves because the Cold War's over and it's been over. And all the neocons who are out there who are like, Russia is evil, like really <laughs> need to grow up a little bit. Um, but uh, we're like, we should team up with Russia to fight the real threat, which is China. Like the problem that we face today in foreign policy is China, right? It's not Russia and it's not Iran, it's China. And so the yeah. more countries that we can get on our side to fight China is a good thing. Like you actually see uh, one of the problems with like the economic sanctions we put on Russia. One of the reasons they weren't as effective is because China and India both continued their economic trading with Russia. And that's two and a half billion people 
to sell their products to, to sell their oil to. And even though the Europeans talked a big game, you know, they they cut off their oil for like three months, and then they were like, oh, oh win- yeah, yeah, then they were like, oh, they were like, oh, winter's coming. Uh, we should probably start uh, getting gas back again. It's a long winter. Yeah, so now they're they're rebuying Russian gas again. You know, so um, yeah, like. So I'm, you, not, I'm not op- I'm not like inherently opposed to like us trying mm-hmm. to realign to like become better friends with Russia in order to negate China's growth because I think that's As a net Trump good said, thing because if you get all three Putin of those said I was a wise guy yeah because if you get Russia China and India in like a and Iran yeah. into like a new sort of axis right there I mean axis whatever we yeah. want to call it like a new quadrant of like people or countries we opposing can shut US, out China. They, well, they can form their own economic unions without us. Like, they don't need the dollar. They don't need our stuff. Like, yeah, like, China still is going to want us for maybe the next 100 years because they, we still buy all their crap. But they have the largest middle class in the world. They have the fastest growing middle class in the world. Like, in 100 years, we're going to be in a world of trouble because we're going to be outnumbered and outgunned and outresourced and maybe out economic i don't know if that's really the right term but or <laughs> may, we might not be out China ec- could take up a bigger geologic or geographical uh, economic and, footprint yeah they could yeah. have a bigger economic yeah. footprint than and, we you do. know and yeah and we and we we will still obviously have a very good one but like you know especially if you put china and russia and india together like we're in we're in some trouble if, if you look at and the it's w- only because people accept the dollar no but if you look at yeah the that's the w- only like reason yeah yeah this whole thing could come the crumbling down crash oh are we gonna talk about the economy i didn't think we were talking well, about no, the economy. Well, I, bro, we could talk about the u.s dollar the petrodollar <laughs> bring we back had, the, oh, but so oh, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, did, yeah, yeah. did it matter to you what nancy pelosi did i wanted to ask that oh god because like you're, you're talking about like i'm agreeing with what you're saying but yeah. like her visit to taiwan did it bother you or was it like was it a win for the Republicans to be pushing that so much, or was it more of a win for Nancy because she's making that move? Like, I don't really think it was a win for anyone because I think uh, it's a lose for her and her own party. I think it's on. <laughs> I think it's honestly kind of a lose lose for everybody because, I mean, like Republicans try to come off as like the tougher guys, and so to not say to not be in like favor of placing an American right there, you know, they, it's not that it looks weak, but like when you're the party of strength, it's not like a good it doesn't like fall in line it doesn't fall in line with the message if that makes sense to be like let's not send our person there because it's dangerous and silly like Mm -hmm. you know that's that's not what you as the party of strength jamaican garb and take a kneel and the count i think that would have really that would have saved the appropriate the situation i think i think that would have saved the situation honestly they didn't do it to kente i guess it was kind of a flex though to show, like, yeah, China. that's what I mean. Because, like, it was. like you shoot me yeah. out of the sky on my way well, out. Okay, yeah. but, okay well, so I don't know, like, but and, now, and okay. I think it's weird that her, her son was but there. No, that situation is so, weird. So, but well, so who knows what kind of negotiating was also going on back door? Because, yeah, that I'm wondering about that. Kind of Nvidia, stuff. Yeah. Nvidia and the semiconductors. Yeah. So, did she use, did she use, our our government protection to go do pr- it, personal business. That's what I'm like. Oh, oh. Did she go oh, there using like our sis, our Paul taxpayer money to do personal business for his DUI and investing in Nvidia right before we filed a bill that we were going to fund every chip that was made in America. Yeah, I don't subsidize every chip. That's going to help California, Arizona, and the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's going to do for Joe. And Manson then I'm wondering too. Was Trump doing the same thing? I mean, was I'm he sure. still working his businesses, or I mean, I guess supposedly he uh, stepped down, but yeah. was he going around doing business? Remember Being like when you guys come, like to he's protected going in. The windmills, know? remember the windmills kill yeah. all the birds. 
He did the thing where if we get to keep the windmills <laughs> going, we'll kill all the natural birds. Greg's doing a big California. dance right now in <laughs> yeah, the studio. Yeah, he did. No, Trump, Trump would get up on stage and go, Whoosh, the windmills, they're killing all the birds. <laughs> I don't remember and it's like, if we just keep them going. And then they do. In That's California. Right, yeah. They do kill they a lot do. of birds. They do. Yeah. They, yeah. they kill birds that are trying to fly through them like a fucking mini golf putting green. Well, there's they always, get, yeah, there's, there's always unforeseen consequences. You don't get right, your ball so. kicked back, you get your head cut off. And that's. But yeah, so I I don't really know how I feel about it because I mean I, I'm sure that but I'm sure that there was like back deal negotiating stuff going on for both like Taiwan and America and uh, the People's Republic of China mm-hmm. that we don't know about because that's how that stuff always happens. You always send somebody who's like, oh look at me, look at me, and the backdoor people are the ones really doing all the the actual talking and mm-hmm. negotiating and stuff. So I don't know. We'll see if like in a couple weeks or months if there's like a new trade deal or maybe not even trade deal. Maybe it's like something small that we don't even hear about, like a slight regulation change mm-hmm. that makes a big difference. Because honestly, like that kind of stuff is what makes the biggest difference. So when you back out of Afghanistan, you back out of Ukraine, and then you oh. instigate Taiwan. God damn, what is our foreign policy? Yeah. It exactly? also it also was the one year anniversary of Afghanistan yeah. like two oh, weeks ago, and it just went over every news cycle's head. Yeah. W- with the impeachment of uh, Nixon, when they did Trump's raid, it was something in line with... Was it? I thought so. Kind of epic. They're pairing it. With oh, Nixon. What a character. I actually kind of like... I don't know. I go back and forth on Nixon. Um, Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Next, next. He created the EPA. Did you know that? Did he? Yeah. He yeah. Did. Man, Repu- Republican tried to he conserve was, the environment. You know. He was quite liberal. The worst thing that the Republican Party has ever done, long term, is make the environmental cause akin to being a liberal. That's the worst thing Republicans have ever done because there are parties in Europe that are conservative and environmental. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's like, like you know, if somebody tells me, you know, like, are you? pro the earth looking nicer like you pro like all these cleanup efforts and stuff like yeah yeah nobody's gonna be like but that's I not love what a- they're all about well in, in the end they it's want not- total control over your life well they want to say like yeah. if we're not protecting the environment and controlling you because people are just gonna do whatever they want well the, pro- the reason why the problem though is that it's because it's also tied in with liberalism mm-hmm. like if you had a conservative sort of environmentalism it wouldn't look like the way modern mm. u.s environmentalism looks like Mm -hmm. it would just look like insane tax cuts for companies that like go out and clean the reefs and stuff like that or companies that recycle who here doesn't like recycling yeah exactly like Like, yeah yeah, i should pick up plastic Mm -hmm. and put it in a specific container that's Mm -hmm. or i mean you you know what like a a, like you know we should really do is we should have we should have work programs or you know let prisoners literally go out and clean highways and stuff in new york like in georgia i know they do that i mean yeah, I, offer, I'm all for using prison and, labor. I mean, you lost your rights if you if you did something bad enough to go to prison. But we should be like maybe making their prisons like a little no, nicer. It, it, <laughs> like, it, no, the way they have some to, of them are too nice. No, but like some of them are nice. way too nice. But like, but some of them are like really crappy. But, but, yeah, but, but it's in, literally luck of the draw. Yeah, <laughs> in like New York and Michigan, they give ten cents a can. Yeah, that yep. actually is promoted to some members I of think society that's a great idea. to drive around and collect the cans. Yeah. You get ten, you get a free drink. I think, mm-hmm. it's a, I think it's a good idea. You know, like, I mean, you yeah, know, like if you go to a yeah. frat party or something, right? Like it encourages them all to collect like all their B-Y-R-B. garbage. Bring yeah, your B-Y-R-B. own bottle. Yeah. Bring your own bottle. Yeah. yeah, no, I think it's a good, yeah, like I, when I was down in Hawaii last summer, I literally, the, the building two down from my apartment complex was a recycle collection thing. And people would literally haul these huge trash bags worth of stuff like out of their trucks and mm-hmm. they would make, they'd be making like a hundred bucks, you know, mm-hmm. like, so it'd be a, Good work for like a Saturday or something, you know, not something the small. Leg. It keeps the yeah. Le- yeah, keeps yeah. keeps legs moving, keeps the areas clean. Like I don't know, I think I think programs like that should be 
very widespread because there's like you know nothing wrong with being pro environment you know my younger brother's actually the one that kind of opened my eyes up to that because he's like he's like more conservative than i am but he's also a hardcore environmentalist like even since he was a kid you know like he loved animals he loved it he actually wanted to be like a in the, involved in like zookeeping and stuff like that for cause. a bit but it's a good cause but yeah and so it's like it's like there's got to be another way and there are other ways it just sucks because yeah like modern environmentalism is akin to it's pretty much like leftism to the extreme that's why like all the green parties are run by like transgender people and a whole bunch of weird social stuff like no this is a perfect transition because this is where when we're trying to decide the current college environment (laughs) trying to figure out exactly what we're looking like if you're trying to if, if you're a freshman in college if you're transitioning into your sophomore year your junior year what are we doing i would say take a year off from school yeah. Oh, is this yeah, our I official would, advice? Yeah, no, that, that, I, w- I wanted to move it into that. Carpe diem. Cole is just about to get ready into place. Matt, you just graduated with a doctoral. Yes. You're a legal lawyer. I have spent 21 years in government education, and I barely turned out okay. <laughs> you did, no, you completed it. You completed it. You got it. I did. I did. Barely. Barely made it out alive and in one sane piece. Craig, on the other hand, he's operating his own business. He did not finish any college degree. He's no doing college, just fine. No debt. You made it. Good. Made it through high school barely, doing I, the bare minimum. I graduated. <laughs> I'm not getting any money. Got that off degree, of it. man. Yeah. That. So we, we are operating. We are uh, projecting three different. Mm-hmm. Radical worldviews, yeah, or not worldviews, but just viewpoints, yeah. So, what what advice would we give to a senior going into college? You're going into your senior year. Yeah. You're going into your freshman year of college. All right. So, if you're, what advice you get? so this advice is for seniors looking to go to college. I highly recommend it. Literally, unless you're going to Harvard or Yale or anything like that, go to a school that's more affordable. And I'm not kidding. Like, look at this. Look at how much you're gonna pay. Not like, and even if your parents are paying, and especially if you're taking loans out, go to a cheaper school. Go to one that you can get a better scholarship for. Because in the at the end of the day, you're gonna most likely get the exact same education system. Uh, if you go to a smaller school or a more local school, or even if you do like a, a CCAC for two years and then uh, try to move, move in like a Penn State or something like that, you know, because people today need to. Like, college is important, and I do think that college is good in the in a vacuum. Um, and most people enjoy their college experience and stuff like that, yada, yada, yada. The problem is, as we see with many people, such as several friends that I have, um, that they go to college, they enjoy their four years, uh, they learn a little bit, and then they get a degree, and maybe they even get a, a half-decent job after. And next thing they know, they're paying for literally a mortgage's worth of a college debt for like the next 30 years of their life and uh, like when you when you look at how expensive so i guess the final thing is when you look at how expensive your thing is pretend like you have to write a check for it don't pretend like you're getting a loan that can be paid off in 10 years because guess what 10 years will come and then you're going to be pissed that you have all this debt yeah Yeah. and then you're going to be stuck in an apartment for forever and make sure you can pay for the degree yes make sure you can pay for it like go to a go to a place like there's there is no like nobody's going to care Two years after college, nobody's gonna care if you spent two years at CCAC. That's and where my question is: in your in your um, <clears throat> the the world of being an attorney, yeah, is going to Harvard like other than getting your initial job maybe mm-hmm. outside of school, like being a little bit above somebody else in the picking list. 
does it really benefit your career to go to a Harvard so, or Yale as opposed to just a local? Here's or, here's local what I'll school. say to that. Yes, it does, but but it's vastly overestimated unless is it's it more like, of a flex. Uh, is a, it's a big flex if you're at the top of the top. But I'm telling you, once you get outside like the top twenty, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like maybe so if you're going to go to maybe, Harvard and you're going to be an average student there. Is it even worth it? Yes, it's still worth because it? if you can get okay. the if you can get the Harvard degree slapped next to your name, then that's worth it, and that's probably worth the debt too that you would be in. Really? But yeah, but if you're so they're gonna, selling a product that's worth what they're. It's still selling. worth it. Yeah, it's still. But worth when it. we're talking like going to like uh, Penn State or Pitt, yeah. Yeah. Penn State, Pitt West or Virginia, Vincent. yeah, like or I mean, Pitt at Greensburg. You what know. would you advise as if you wanted to go to a community school? Okay, so like for Penn State let's say you wanted to go to Penn State, right? I would recommend, like, if you can get into Penn State and get a good scholarship, maybe mm. go there for very cheap, then that's fine. Go straight there, do your four years there. That's why I, w- I went there for law school. One of the reasons I went there for law school is because I was I got such a good scholarship, I was literally paying only a grand per semester. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's... So, if you're able to get the scholarship... Yeah, then you can, worth it. Then you can go for, there, but yeah. for the yeah. kid that's just paying out of pocket, but if you're paying is a state out of, school on the same level as Harvard and... Absolutely yeah. not. No. So and like, now, and I would be better say, just to go to like a St. Vincent. Or, yeah, and I would say though that there are, there is some benefit to going to the big public school because of the alumni network afterward. Mm, so, t- so to make it more affordable, go to one of the branch schools or go to like a CCAC for your first year or two years. Get the yeah. credits yeah. to make you know? connections. Yeah, get the credits and then and then go to no the, then go to the main campus. No employer is ruling you out because you spent a year or two at an off campus. Yeah, nobody cares. No like, literally look nobody at that cares. And go, oh. Actually, they went to UPG. You can go through I the whole. You can go the, through the whole UPG one and yeah. still just says University of Pittsburgh. Nobody knows that I, you didn't go to the main yeah. campus. And actually, a lot of people who then have gone to the branch campuses, it's mm-hmm. almost like a, a community. You know, like oh, like we had to tough it out at the two years. We we didn't we weren't dumb. We didn't go spend all of our money our first well, two years. I think it's know? even yeah, the ones like, who don't go to from University. Pitt of Greensburg, if they don't go to main campus, yeah. they still, they're, they're yeah, you degree, still get good education, yeah. But their degree still just says University of Pittsburgh. Same when you go into apply, you you went to Pitt. Yeah. You don't have to say UPG. Yeah. Every, all the documents show that you went to University yeah. of Pittsburgh. It doesn't, yeah. like, it's the same selling point as far as that yeah. goes. Unless so, you think yeah. the education there is better. And in I think some they're cases, more selling. It can be. Yeah, I think they're more degree. selling the college experience. Biology, St. Vincent Biology. They got a yeah. really and top science. Yeah, program. like there are there are some schools that are like um, very specific. And this is my other point for mm-hmm. freshmen, right? So that's my like main general point for most people because Clear- most people go clarify and clarify this. Yeah, because yeah. most people go and don't really know what they want to do. I mean, I went. I changed my major, so like it probably would have been good if I had gone with some credit. I'd say so. since your first show or your first appearance on the show, you have been pretty level headed on where you want to go. Yeah, like, like you've been pretty solid on since, this. Yeah, yeah, but that was, but then you know that was uh, that was only like within the last year. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, I mean, I changed my major. I first went to school, uh, did history secondary education. I'm not a history teacher right now, so something changed. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, definitely. Um, but so the reason why I recommend that is because it's just so much cheaper, and generally most people don't know what they want to do. So instead of spending all the extra money go to somewhere cheaper where you can almost like take the time to find yourself in a more affordable manner right and you will thank yourself a million times over now there are some exceptions to where like if you know exactly what you want to do and there's a school that provides exactly that and so what i mean by that is right like like saint francis university which is where i went to for my undergrad they provide a five-year like rush not rush but like a a quicker you know because summer usually it's used to be six years um, physician's assistant programs like they stay over a couple summers so they get it done a lot quicker so if you know you want to be a PA you should go to San Francis 
immediately because mm -hmm. you should start racking up the credits. You should start getting all the stuff out of the way uh, so you can jump right into it quickly. Uh, so if, but that's only if you know for sure. And a lot of people like maybe know or think they know, but they really don't. Many, so as a lawyer, how many people do you think are watching any current number of legal shows? Thinking that's what their job's going to be. They go get a major at a college because they have a good, they get mm -hmm. a good grade point average. They've met their extracurriculars. And then they go to, then they go to law school. And then they realize a TV lawyer is not a thing. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not that's that, that's that true. law and order that house doctor. That well, you we have to see. yeah, and it's it's kind of crazy because we had people from all across the like, like, uh, um, academic spectrum. I'd say because yeah. you know obviously we had a lot of your like English majors and political science majors and econ majors, liberal um, arts, liberal baby. arts, yeah, liberal arts. But I mean, like one of my one of my good friends, she was um she was an acting major. Like and that that helped her with like speaking publicly and like a lawyer, lines. yeah, acting, yeah, doctor, bedside manner. It helps to be good. At it that. helps to be good yeah. at that. Yeah. So so yeah. Um, I mean yeah. So a lot of people do go to law school. That uh, if we if we want to talk law school specific advice, I mean I guess we could, but that's so specific. I don't know if we want to jump into okay. that. But that's my general advice. As I would say, look for the cheaper options. Pretend like you're writing the check right now because one day you'll have to write the check and you're gonna be pissed that. And you're going to be pissed when you're 28 that you're paying off literally instead of being able to afford a house and a mortgage, you're going to be pissed that you're paying student loans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what would you what would you rather have, like an extra two years of partying or a house <laughs> like mm -hmm. people just don't think about it? Personal yeah, autonomy. About it. Yeah. What, what it means. Yeah. Would you rather have freedom? Yeah. Like, li like literally financial go, freedom. Yeah. And if you go hard at it, like my brother went to Pitt, right? And. He, when he got out of school, he didn't. I guess he didn't do really enough internships to get like make the connections to get a job. Mm -hmm. That's how he explained it to me. So he went to the oil field, mm -hmm. paid off his debt, but that took him like I think two years, three years, and that's like going hard at it. Like you're yeah. living out of a hotel and you're pretty much just spending it. Most of what you got, you're you're living it up a little bit on your days off. Yeah, but, you know, you he racks up a little bit of money to pay it off, but now he has that freedom. So like. If you take that route and go really hard at it, you still are, you got to think about it even in that terms, like in years. Yeah. Like you're talking three years, you're, you're ready to give up three years after education to pay it off yeah. if you're going to go hard at paying that thing yeah. off. Or you're going to pay it off the rest of your life. If you're, if like, you're, what route like, yeah. are people going to choose? If you're 18 and you're thinking about going to school, but like your grades aren't good enough to get a good scholarship pretty much anywhere and you um, don't come from a lot of money. I would highly recommend then taking a year off. Right. A hundred percent. Like get go get a job in an oil get rig. A skill. Learn a skill. Make make a bunch of money. I mean there's tons and of save jobs all that money you and you do. can spend that money on yeah. on your degree. And yeah. tr trust me, it's much better to pay it up front because then you're not paying interest. STEM. Yeah. STEM education. It is discouraged. It was discouraged, I believe, during our academic lifetimes. Mm -hmm. But in retrospect. I mean, even I worked at the post office also. And they, like, I don't think people realize like you can just go get that kind of a job. It's a service. Yeah. And, and make, make, make good money. You yeah. make like 65 grand a year and yeah. straight out of high school. That gives you a chance to think like, do I want to pursue something bigger than this? Or is like this? Because that, that wage school, is like most degrees are only going to want to go to school wage yeah. anyways. If you want to go to school, you know? save your money in yeah. advance. And yeah. Then have most, yeah. Most people don't understand collect. like how like people are told that like college is like the key to like a good job. And, it's like, the key yeah, you don't sure, have like, to do physical labor. It's, yes. That's as it. often. Yes. Some of the jobs are still physical labor. Yeah. And and you don't make that much more money. Mm -hmm. 
with a college degree. A lot of times. I mean, a lot of times you can make more money not doing, not having a college Get degree. Get that apprenticeship. Like, learn a skill. Yeah, honestly. Like, learn you can, a like, skill. Yeah. Like, I know plumbers that are going to make, like, just as much money Bake? as me or, like, Bake? more than me. Like, F- Figure out some way to make yourself irreplaceable in a business. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you got to do. So, those are, I'd say those are my, my big advice. So, if you can, try and find a place that is much more affordable for your first year or two. And second, if you don't have, if that's not an option, take a year because it will be cheaper to pay it up front. Uh, to, if you save, like, let's say you get a job that pays 60 grand, right? You live at home with your parents. You're not spending any of that money. You're mm-hmm. saving it all. You save at least 35 grand of it. That's money paid up front that you don't have to pay later with interest. So highly yeah, recommend. Yeah, true. If you can do a year just working a normal job and just make that decision, like, do I want to work like this or do I want to find a job that's not like this? Mm-hmm. You, you, as long as you save up the money to do it. Yeah. And then you have freedom, financial yeah. freedom. You do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if, having a degree with no debt going out into the world is would be like just yeah. such a huge advantage. Even but if you're, you're older, it doesn't pay- matter. But that's yeah. not saying the taxpayer should be paying for this. <laughs> like, no, no. Because right. that would do the opposite. But what Craig support is yeah. a civil edu- uh, a civil education to high school students. That you learn your laws. That you learn what your rights are as an 18-year-old. That you learn what you, what does free speech mean? When do you have a right to shut oh, the fuck Oh, we're talking up? about what kids should learn in school. Yeah. Oh, this is a different topic. No, okay. That, no. Okay. That we did. That's what I was trying to right. transition to. That. Divot. Divot. <laughs> My thing with college students was you were the customer. You were always right. All of a sudden, college is that weird environment where you pay a ton of money, and then your teachers tell you how wrong you are. If you show up every day, if you participate, if you question it, what is that? How do we throw that model, the customer is always right, and we apply it to the college campus setup? Where clearly, if the customer is wrong, they need corrected. You mean the customer as in, like, the... The, the person... Student? Pa- yeah, the student. Is students it, are the customer. Cus- yeah, the students are the customers. If you look at basic business, basic business, the customer is always right. In the state of college education... If the college student is the customer and they're always right, how does that relationship affect the teachers? I mean, I don't think it really affects the teachers that much. I've never really seen that as like a problem. Because huh? if anything, teachers go in there and tell you how wrong you Some, If they're a good teacher, they should tell you about how wrong you are at everything to at least suck. like let you think your way through it, right? Like even if you're not wrong, they should tell you you're wrong. So that, that way you're like, am I wrong? Like you actually mm-hmm. have to think through it. Like that's what a good teacher uh, would do. I'm a big fan of the Socratic method, which is just like the teacher asks questions and lets the students answer. Question everything. With the yeah. college selling it, are they selling it like where you're generally like overwhelming of your? Because I never went to college, so overwhelming amount of your courses are maybe focused more on like just generally being smarter, more intelligent about things, like in general, and then like a small portion towards your major. Yeah. Like, so don't you think it should be more focused on like what your major is, which doesn't yeah. seem to need four years. It's so like they fill it with a bunch of stuff just to make you do. seem. So hopefully you go out in public smarter. Yeah, that's what they do. Right. And they also and then you also give them an extra 40 grand because you wasted your first year going to money. science 101 mm-hmm. and econ yeah. 101 and, and liberal English arts. 101, you know, liberal a semester yeah. in liberal arts. And like, you know, people here's the thing, like I like the idea of the liberal arts, but not when it's forced and not when people are paying 40 grand. For I got it, a philosophy minor. You know? I, I like philosophy. It's fun. I just it's cool. I just wouldn't spend money for a teacher. No, and I'm not. I should not be viewed as a voice of authority. Well, your ph- philosophy was your minor. Yeah. What was your major? 
Uh, political science. Political science. <laughs> same, same bro. Same, <laughs> man. Let's go. <laughs> and that's why, but no, discussing college right now, we've all taken, we have similar, I, I, I view us as similar intellects. Mm-hmm. We've taken different approaches. We came to different outcomes. At the end of and the day. And we're all here. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're all in a circle. My question is, I had one here. 90% of success in life is showing up. Do you think that's true? Participation. 90% of the success that you're going to have, whether you are a middle schooler, a high school kid, a college kid, your first I do think showing up's a, a lot of it. Th- it's a part. Yeah. Showing, showing up, up on time, it, yeah. being on time, punctual. That's kind of... Well, I think it also is because... yourself, and I think that's selling yeah, yourself in definitely. a positive way is by being on time. Definitely. But, but, but and if you're on time, you're not doing other things, too. Yeah. Like um, knocking up girls or something like so that. So are, are, like, yeah. are we... You're are, focused on your so task. Are we agreeing with 90% of success is be on time? Yeah. yeah. I'd say show up on this clock. I'm a business owner. I got my own, whether I'm in a legal field. In the social in, world, I would say it's different, though. Show up at 8. If not you're going to show up... Not being like the first person to a party. Okay, yeah, that that's a different. Oh, we, yeah, we don't have to talk about. No, yeah. no, 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 okay, like, no, no, I'm talking. Well, we're just talking about party gotta, etiquette. We're advising yeah. college kids. We're, we're trying to advise people that are going to be going in the call the collegiate. But yeah, if you're just trying to show up to school or to a job. Yeah, being on time is like probably the most there. punctual. Yeah. Punctual is generally good quality. And honestly, the big the biggest thing too that I came to learn with school, if you want to learn, participate. Yeah, like that's that's like seriously. Like if you just sit, like here's the thing: you can sit in the back and draw, hear the droll on, not pay attention, and then wait until finals and midterms, and then then like two days before start studying, and then blah blah. blah great, you might get an average grade, and then you'll move on with your life. But you won't learn anything, and you're spending forty grand a year to be there at least. So you might as well. And that's why I learned something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that would have been me. I'd have been sitting over there. I probably would not have been paying attention at all. I'd probably been repaying to take yeah. courses. No, yeah. Like, now my my problem was that terrible. I didn't pay attention to a lot of my stuff, especially as like a junior and senior, because like it'd be like poli sci three oh one. And I'd be sitting there like, I've just read all this stuff on my own for fun because I'm that much of a nerd. Mm-hmm. Like, so <laughs> we'd be like regurgitating stuff that I was like, I don't really need to, well, when, to do this. When did you start participating publicly in social media? Oh, man. Uh, let, that's, a cr- that's a good question. Let's yeah. see. Publicly with like politics stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. I got really into it probably. I mean, I started getting into it a little in 2016. I was probably like on and off. I got really into it in like 2020. I actually started my own podcast for like a month, oh, did which you? is pretty interesting. Yeah, nice, nice. yeah. Um, and then one, well, and then and then why I, didn't you continue it? Because because I did. I tried to start with video, uh-huh. and it was so much work to have it's to do all the editing. Right yeah, yeah. yeah. and tough, I and I was yeah. trying to make it like funny, so I would try and add like edits and like yeah. video clips in and stuff. I yeah, to yeah. And I wanted to do it well, and so I didn't want to put out a bad product. And you know, it was just it was just so much with law school. Like it was. It was so much work all on my own. I could imagine, um, yeah. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So and then, but really, honestly, after like 2020, I've kind of like chilled off with like talking to people over social media because I think I think people just aren't reasonable. Like I think that I think after 2020 really killed like the enlightenment idea of like people are reasonable and everybody's reasonable and we can all just logically come to the right conclusion. Like if you just sit down and talk, like yeah, you can have like maybe a one on one with someone and try and get to a logical conclusion, but. I don't know. I've, I've, 
I don't really believe in that much anymore. So, like, if I tweet something that's, like, bombastic, it's really just going to get, like, five likes from the people who like it a lot. And then, like, I'm going to get three people if unfollow we me, and it's just going to be the cycle that just continues. So I just kind of quit doing that, and I focused more on, like, bigger picture things, I'll say. Like, my Twitter, if you look at it, probably for the last, like, year at least, is mostly, like, either historical just, like, pictures or, like, architecture like classical architecture and how it used to be much prettier than it is today. Mm. Fashion, a big thing, like, and stuff like that. Like, why little stuff like that matters. Uh, how much I hate the idea of, like, minimalism. Because I hate the idea of minimalism. Why, why is that? <laughs> because I think it's just so lame. Like, you have the ability to make something beautiful. Like, beauty in something is not just the beauty that it is, but it's also the beauty it could be. So if you just have, like, a... And even just as something as simple as like a like a, a park bench, mm -hmm. right? If it's just a slab of wood, that's like you know that's great. It's no, for, it's it's practical because someone can sit on it. But you know what? You could have put like really intricate designs on the side of it for really like not that much more expensive. And then people who look at it are gonna probably be happier because it just they live in a prettier Who's town. Who's the Pittsburgh? Like, Who's the art? The artist that uh, they made the waterfall that goes through the house, Frank Lloyd, right? I don't know. That's that's a, that's a bit beyond me. I don't know who did it, but it's the Kaufman House, right? I, in, I, I thought it was it's up by Frank Ohio Lloyd Powell. Wright. It was really cool. He I think you're right. I think it's, I guess I trying to make rivers out. cool. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, look that up because I want to see that. But but yeah, no, I mean, and I'm just much more of a fan of like classical architecture because the design of it was much more human than just like the blocks you see today. Like I don't know, like modern homes, like like not like not modern homes, but I mean like Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh, right. nice. Right, yeah. But like, but like modern style homes, if that makes sense, uh, are I think they're just hideous and ugly, and they're just like square blocks with like big slabs of glass. They're boring. Like they're, they're, they're boring. boring. They're boring yeah. and ugly. And so you had this potential to make a. Not only do you have an ugly thing there, but you had something that had the potential to be beautiful, and that's a loss. I like the, the idea. I like the idea of minimalism for somebody who's young. I think like when you're young and you're just my starting apartment. out. Well, my I think apartment. I think it's different. Minimalism. I, I think it's but different then, based off of what it is. But I right and public things I is. think should be public things I think should be beautiful because <laughs> we pay for it and we live in it every day. So you should make it as beautiful as possible because and this is actually something that um I think a lot of that just has to do with cleaning up. Which is not the thing really, I think the city does. Not really. Do. No, it's just it's just it's just laziness honestly and it's also like an attempt to feel modern. Like that's what it is. I mean, like, and you look at like, um, like royal courts in Europe and stuff during like the Renaissance and like the like leading up until the French Revolution, right? Like, why one of the like, you know, if if you're like a casual historian, you hear people say like, oh, the like like for example, the French court so extravagant, it's ridiculous that like there'd be so much extravagance there. Well, if you all if you think of it from a cultural perspective, right? If you're just like a random farmer from like I don't know like central France. You know, and then you you travel upon Versailles. You look at it and you go, that is like the peak of our culture. Like that's what we can be. That's we built that. You know, we did that. The French people did that. So you can take pride in the fact that you have something so beautiful, right? And in it, a positive sense. Yeah, and it, and it, it's 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 communal too. Like it's not a. Good it's, thing. Yeah, it's like a if somebody, if like the city of Pittsburgh builds a beautiful no, park and, and stuff. And yeah, it, it belongs exact. to it belongs to everybody. What it doesn't the, just belong to the mayor the, that built what it. What does like, a rag mean until everyone is yeah, yeah. twisting it at one time? It's so. just one person is walking around with a little rag with Steel Nation. 
once you get the whole crowd roaring, that but, yeah. creates an atmosphere, creates an ambiance. And it creates community, you know? It, like, it's it one builds, of the best things it ever. Builds. It, 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 it it's, crescendos yeah. on itself. It's one of the best things ever about being a Steeler fan yeah. is getting to wave the terrible towel, Oh, you know? it's a great... Even when yeah. I didn't like him, it's just there's something <laughs> intoxicating about standing up and just... Yeah. Rip the towel around as quickly as you can. But yeah, so that's why my But yeah, obviously like if you're like a like a like a poor young person like just trying to make out like yeah, you shouldn't like buy extravagant a stuff poor, because you can't afford extravagant a stuff. A poor Washington Redskin or a Cleveland Indian <laughs> which I will never I will never say your name. I won't do commands. What are you talking about? That is their name. Yeah, Indians yeah, yeah, yeah. and Redskins. Redskins yeah, yes. Yeah. I bought all their merchandise. I will resell them at twice the value. <laughs> this is nonsense. You are dumb if you bought into this part of the woke agenda. I will buy all Redskins material that is for sale. Yeah. But yeah, so that's why I'm and but that that almost like doubles my point though that public things should be beautiful because people shouldn't have to necessarily spend their individual wealth. And they can if they want to, but they shouldn't have to spend all their money on like having a beautiful house um in order to feel part of something beautiful and that comes from like having a beautiful community and having, so having a well-constructed community you yeah, should not huge. have to be have to pay into it every week you yeah should well it shouldn't be to... it shouldn't be insanely extra no. you know like especially for like you know moderate to low-income people you know they are there are citizens too and they gotta they they deserve to feel just as good as you know millionaires and billionaires like about about being a person, about being a part of the community, and that's like something small that I think can make a big difference in people's just like attitudes, right? Mm -hmm. like, but in some communities, like if you just gave the people their tax dollars back, they could afford to take care of their no, house. That that that's you want your but, well, yeah, and you can you can, you can do stuff like that too. Yeah, you, you want your receipt in your backpack. Oh, the but the problem is a lot of people would choose to rather go to the bar than fix their house up. That's true. the problem. Which is also true, yeah. So your community... Which is the why The thing I'm is, not... like, you might have the bad luck of being in a community that would end up crappy. Which is why I'm not totally opposed to, like, the government doing yeah. small... Like, local government doing small stuff like building a park mm -hmm. or, you know, building a small base, Little League baseball stadium or something. Like, uh, that's why I'm, I'm kind of in favor of that kind of action because I think that's overall pretty good. But that's where I think government can actually do good things. To like to close here uh close the segment yes. yeah we, we sorry yeah that's my twitter no, account though it's good. all architecture no no uh, honestly and history things honestly Matt, I, I like the way your shows integrate about once every month we get a solid again we're all republicans yeah. none of us ryan wants us to be passionately against the persecution of Mar are we talking are we going to talk about the trump raid next no that's that? what I was do you have anything you want to add on that Add on to the Trump we raid? We did. Me and Craig did an episode where we generally threw our two cents on it. It's, I think it helps Trump. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, it helps Trump. I, I mean, if anything... Currently, Ryan thinks he's going to have a criminal investigation. Well, here's the thing. thing, right? Like, the reason <laughs> they, they did it... They probably will have an investigation. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, and I bet it's one month from now, two months before the general elections. Yeah. I mean, I've heard... I bet you that's how we organize I've heard, the court. I've heard, I've heard the argument, right, that, um, you know, if he's guilty then the technical punishment under that law is you're not allowed to rerun for that office again. And so they want to, so they will know. So they want to, they want to use it. Yes. They, they want to use it so that that way they can say like Trump, you're legally not allowed to be on the ballot for the Republican ticket. Right. But Which is like, Oh, I thought what they were insane, going for was protected under no, executive. No, 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 privilege. no, no, no Matt. Well, that's, that's the interesting take on yes. it. Right. Because the executive branch is the one that 
declassifies documents. They, there's no congressional oversight with the declassification mm -hmm. of documents because it's considered national security. So the executive branch has full this full powers on that. There's no judicial oversight, there's really. There's no, there's no legislative oversight. Um, and so because of that, it's one of those things where it's like if the president just kind of takes something out of there, well, then he by default has declassified. Is that how it works? Like, like if yeah. he just shows it on TV, then it becomes then declassified. Then it's declassified, yeah. No, no, okay. So he can his, do whatever he wants. He's the president. Of yeah. course he can. No, not okay. Not of course he can. No, with whatever everything. he wants, but like with documents. With, like, with, with, with that prerogative, he has the ability to declassify. It's like with pardons. He can pardon whoever he wants for whatever reason. No, but, like, but, but now. Federally, the, of course. The way Fox is going with nuclear material, when you look at Hunter. Well, Burisma was the energy that is sold between Russia, Ukraine, and Eastern mm -hmm. Europe. All of a sudden, that has taken over. It kind of looks like Hunter has national security. If he's doing nuclear energy in Eastern Ukraine, he's mm -hmm. kind of directly tied to I national security. That if you're Trump, I want to save that material. Right. My whole impeachment when I was was he hiding left, it? Was he hiding the material? Was there intent to to like deceive us in any way? I, like, to deceive us? No. Right? I mean, like, like it's no. sitting at his house. He didn't hide it. I, I, Hillary like had a server in a in a burned it. That's, we and never that's got the, it. And that's the thing, like, right? Why and would let me Trump say this. keep it that's, at his house? And that's the thing, though, right? Is the fact that. Democrats have done so much worse so recently and so openly. Mm. Both Hillary and Hunter, right, have done so much worse that what it makes Trump. What about you Russian hack? It makes Trump's stuff, even if it like in a vacuum would have been bad. This is what even they're doing. A, yeah, even in like a healthy, if we were in like a healthy political society right now, maybe it on its own would have looked bad and been bad for an individual. He but the fact out. that the Democrats have done such bad stuff so recently that are way worse than what he's done. Away with it. It, yeah, it yeah. looks it looks like it's a political hit, even mm. if there is something legitimately behind it. Right. So, I mean, yeah, maybe it's he, just the story of the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, well, it's like, a, it's a story of Hillary literally destroyed thirty thousand emails and paid people to do it, and Hunter's over here doing. We all know certain things in Ukraine, California, and, and, uh, everywhere. You can't and, get arrested if you do any crime in California. Yeah, if you and, just saw. And, Hunter so. Biden smoked coke off a stripper's pussy. You're free from any <laughs> crime anywhere in California. That is a law. And whether it's Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, or any is that a law? Yeah, I'll pay to see that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can look. I'm pretty Hunter, sure how can. much does it cost? Google it. Google That's it. That's true. You could probably watch it live right Google now. Google it. But. Nancy Double D. Hunter Biden. Nancy Double D. Nice. Yeah. I like that nickname. Oh, oh, dear. Double D. Just call her Double D from now on. Don't even dear. say Nancy. She's just a well-endowed one. Anytime you're referring to Nancy Pelosi, just say Mrs. Double D. Okay? And we'll know. For now on, don't even say. You'll know if somebody's we'll a real know. listener if they know do we, do we Do we have time for sound bites? <laughs> I think we got some ridiculous things on we got, here. We got 20 minutes still. So. Yeah, we've got some time. But, yeah, I f I'd say that's my big... I'd say that's my like big take. First of all, so and warning: the presence of polio virus in New. Oh, polio virus! You need to pen off that vats. Yeah, no, I, I got, I got some bad. <laughs> Tell me when you're ready. We're about to get sick again. But oh, is is that what it is? It's about it's the polio. polio. It, it's in the poop. If you check the, it's in the sanitation, water. yeah. I have a customer who <laughs> has polio right now. Do you want to? Do you want to listen to polio? This is, this is legitimate. If it's this is legit. New York. This is under have received three doses of the vaccine, three. but in some areas that number drops below sixty percent. 
This oh comes just God. three weeks after a man was paralyzed with polio in Rockland County, New York, the U.S.'s first case in nine years. Officials fear hundreds could be infected. The likely culprit, vaccine hesitance. Oh. The polio vaccine oh, that's rate it. in Rockland Those County guys. is just 60% compared to nearly 79% statewide. Mm. Polio used to disable thousands, mostly children, each year, but was largely thousands? eradicated in America change? through mass vaccination program starting in the 1950s. Doctors say people need to be proactive about making sure it doesn't spread. If we can go back to having very, very high standards with regard to making sure that people are vaccinated and making sure that the immunization rates are better, uh, that's our best method of protection. And most people How much money does she make from Big Pharma? Say, this is directed by Pfizer. -like yeah, yeah, brought to you. And headaches. And according Stop. to the CDC, oh, gosh. Stop. about one in two hundred polio. There we go. Where, okay. where are these studies by, being taken? Brought to you by Pfizer. Like, because that was like pretty much a pol like a total vaccine like promotion video, but oh, paid for by the government, the uh, state of New York, state right. of New York City. Yeah. Right, they paid for it, but like. Where were these studies taken? Were they taken in areas where the sewage might be like flowing, like Chicago, or where There's the faucets are hooked up to the sewer? There's just testing <laughs> poop. They're just walking around testing like, poop, and they get a couple <laughs> positive tests, and apparently no one has to die. No one even has to have crippling illness. We just need a certain percentage of the water. Well, you know what? I just, it's just, it's just. I'm so done sickening. with it. I'm done with it. Well, how many done. kids are having it? Because I think right now, None. probably no. a pretty common no, that time that, that kids are not being vaccinated. That might be. Do I have that safe? It has to be like one of the highest times in history, right? Well, in recent history, for sure. Right. In yeah. recent history, yeah. Yeah, because you had all of our parents who were probably like super, oh, yeah, the government says get your vax. Yeah, yeah. bro. And now the Why numbers not? are just so insanely through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> not to, not in to, the United States, on average, of 8.4 cases per year. Currently? Yeah. Wow. Let's Perfect. shut the... Bro, we that got... That was between 1980 and 1992. We got That's what Google gave me as top search results. We got we to gotta shut the country down. That's, that's ridiculous. I wonder what the recent numbers are. Probably like... Didn't they say like one or two or three? Currently? Or something like that. Yeah, I think they said that's what they said. Like, it's, it's, oh, it's like under 10. And it's still under like ten. The yeah. people who actually have it, the kids ain't getting that. But I don't know, man. It's just like a, it's just such a. Everything's a scare. Everything's a scare. Everything's a scare. Like. Greg is unable to control his phone right now. I'm his hacked. phone. I'm is, listen, the technology. It's too much. I'm watching. It's taking over Greg. Felchie. It realized Greg was the weakest link that it could Felchie go after. claims to be God. Give me one second to play this clip. The, well, the he's phone already, is smarter he's already, than he's already claiming to be God. <laughs> But come on, here we go. Yeah, you guys didn't know the science, oh. and I write the science. He is science. I am I'm pretty science. sure he is science. That's why people who just people literally worship. Oh man, you want to talk about worship, bro? People just worship science today. That's the thing. They do. That's the. Oh man, we could as we if could, just like we could having real quick, a scientific theory has to be known as fact. We could <laughs> we could real quick in the last ten minutes talk about philosophy and religion because you yeah. know I mean people today they just worship the big science you know the dude in the lab coat tells you something and it's true you don't need to double check them at all because no, they're the experts they are the experts they're the because we call them scientists yeah they're the technocrat they're the specialist they know everything like there's actually some guy. Um, in the 60s, or not in the 60s, no, it was before that. It was, it might have been in the 30s. Who project? No, it was, it was in the late 30s because it was after the New Deal was signed. 
Um, so it might have been late 30s, early 40s. And he pretty much predicted that this was the path we were going on, that we were going to be run by technocrats um, and people who uh, will just assume all the power. Like, things things are going to go bad, and then they're going to assume all the power because things are going to be so bad. They're going to say, we can fix this because we're the experts. Mm-hmm. Like, don't trust the people. Don't trust the markets. Don't trust anything like that. Don't trust your local economy. Trust the experts that funds down in dc and all this and you know it's kind of crazy how people can really see stuff into the future like that i don't know greg what do you think's going on over there with, with your phone yeah you're right man dnc hacking what is us? going on dnc is what do, what do you think is going on the dnc is breaking in right now <laughs> i am pretty sure i got this saved exactly where i want it let me play it you ready to play it presence of polio virus in new york city's wastewater means the disease is likely circulating locally they're urging those unvaccinated to get immunized immediately um, in new york city 86 percent of kids five and under have received three doses of the vaccine three. but in some areas that number drops below 60 <gasps> percent okay. this comes just three weeks weeks after a man was paralyzed with polio in Rockland County, New Mitch York, McConnell? the U.S.'s first case in nine years. Officials fear hundreds could be infected. The likely culprit, vaccine hesitance. Oh. The vaccination rate in Rockland assholes. County is just 60 percent. Not getting their polio vaccine in the last 30 yeah. years. Why? Tell them. Polio yeah. used yeah. to disable thousands. It's scripted. The Democrats send out the morning script. It used to disability thousands of mostly children. Starting in the 1950s. Oh, God, Doctors not, say people oh, need to be proactive about making years. sure it doesn't spread. Okay. If we can go back to having very, very high standards with regard to making sure that people are vaccinated and making sure that the immunization rates are better, uh, that's our best method of protection. <laughs> And most people who get polio do not have visible symptoms. Oh, About one in four, though, develop no flu-like symptoms, symptoms including flu. fevers, fatigue, and headaches. And according to the CDC, about one in 200 polio infections leads to paralysis. One in 200 polio infections leads to paralysis. So you're telling me if I got polio, I'd have a 0.05% chance? Of I mean, I would think we are young. So we probably got a little better chance. I think we're probably good in one in 500. Okay, that's not bad. I bet on that. If you ask me... Those odds? Those are pretty good odds. If you gave me a bag of 500 goldfish, and you said, one of those goldfish will kill you, one of those goldfish are going to make you orgasm. The rest of them are going to just be sustenance. What? I take the goldfish. I don't know where that second one came from, but... Wait, one's going to kill you, one's going to make you orgasm. One is going to be the greatest greatest, uh, goldfish you've ever had. Orgasm. Okay. Yeah. You went with orgasm. That's a strange goldfish, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want any goldfish that. Wait, what are the that? Rest, so is the goldfish that'll kill you? The rest of the how gold. often are these goldfish that rest of the, make the you rest of the goldfish or they kill normal, you? Just normal goldfish. Are just normal goldfish yeah, you're gonna eat? Just stand yeah. I don't really feel like eating Tastes a goldfish. A little I'm bit, good. A little, I'm probably not taking those off. A little bit of cheddar. Because I don't really want to eat a goldfish. So I would just get the cheddar goldfish that won't kill me or make me orgasm. They're cheddar goldfish. Yeah, just Ooh, I, liked, I like I like the, the little goldfish yeah. little snacks. Yes, yeah. but Those if you want that, uh, with if, extra cheddar, if you want how many of these goldfish are in play? There's five hundred. Five hundred. And you just got to pick one, and one will kill you. Only one. The end. Only one will kill you. No, no one super goldfish. I don't know where that came from. It's just one will <laughs> yeah. kill you. That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's the entice you in. That's super it. Goldfish <laughs> That's meant. it. He's trying to entice you with an orgasm. Yes, you get an <laughs> orgasm goldfish. One in a hundred. One in a hundred. Just hit the spot. One one out of five hundred will kill you. One out of hundred is gonna make the deal. 
Are you going to have a goldfish or are you going to stay inside and not? Probably not. <laughs> I'm probably not going to have the goldfish. No, no one gets the goldfish. I assume you No one wants a goldfish. I'll try the damn goldfish. I don't Just care. Just for the orgasm? One in 500? For one orgasm. Are you kidding me? You're sacrificing <laughs> this for a one in what point two? I say we now get a bag of just five hundred goldfish and like mark one and just let him pick out of a bag and see if I, I got I got patriotic Reese's cups. Epic. That we can count how many Reese's cups. So are in the based. Bottom. I haven't had a Reese's cup in a long. Maybe I'll snag one on the way home. Probably because you're, you're racist. When was the last delicious. time you saw red, white, and blue? What? When was the last what? time you saw red, white, and blue Reese's cups? Ooh, never. I don't think I've literally ever seen one. Probably grew yeah. up in West Virginia. When have you seen them? I got a box of them. How'd you get them? What do you mean? How That's pretty them? epic. I want one. Yeah, red, white, and blue. They're gonna be, yeah, the new studio for all oh, of our guests. Oh, I got you. Okay, we will have they're red, red white, little, and blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, okay. wait. We yeah. got. I'm we, saving them. I got three. I got three boxes. In How did you get them though? You're not gonna tell me. No. To it's see, a, it's a secret. Yeah. Well, we gotta hold something. All right, all right. To pivot, to pivot real quick, because we have we got ten minutes left. So let's let's pick a good a good hearty subject for the last ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Where do you want to go? I don't know. What do you got? You got anything, or do we want to? Well, with the students. Uh, you said you were a philosophy minor. Yeah. Do you want to talk about why I hate the Enlightenment? I mean, I feel like I've talked about that plenty of times. No, ninety percent of of success in life is showing up. Do you believe that? Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, that's why we fine. talked yeah. about that. Yeah. But why? No, I don't. I disagree. I don't want someone that just shows up. I want them to show up and contribute and add something. Yeah, but that's what do you mean? They the just show up and they. Well, that's better than people who don't show up at all. So yeah. You Plus, you're also, you're also thinking about the people. You're also thinking that like it's show up. Ninety percent is show up and stop. Like, but ninety percent of the people that do show up will contribute. So I mean innately showing up is part of it plus like we said mm. you know there is something to be said for actually physically being there on time present you're part yeah. of the company part of like, the school like say you're yeah. on shift work right if the guys on the next shift are showing up late you oh, throws the other crew off. has to work late True. throws the whole schedule off it makes yeah. unhappy employees yeah doesn't like, matter if that last if that second yeah. shift is like kind of crappy but so like, maybe the guy I mean, doesn't maybe contribute matters, as but. much on the floor but True. he's there on time people don't have to work it's a late. good start a yeah. good start being you know, on time you is a can good start. count on them to be there yeah it's an important detail so like my first day at my job i'm trying to get there half hour early like this is valid i've always been the kind of person who shows up like extreme actually kind of like too too early almost yeah like i can i don't comfortably early right like i don't think people need to be as early as i normally would be for a job mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i worry about like getting caught in traffic and stuff yeah well do we, do we want to talk a bit about the uh inflation reduction Oh yeah, uh, let's do that. Let's bill? end on that. Yeah, IRA. The IRA. Sounds like something that you're gonna yeah. be. Doing. Well, it's the Irish Republican Iron. I don't the, understand how it's the it's the Irish it's the Irish Republican Army. Let me tell you. I don't understand how they can mobilize. Robert Mueller oh, goes no. a while oh, back. Oh, Robert Whitey Mueller. Bulger. Let's me tell you. Whitey Bulger. You know Death they're, they're we got a bunch of Irishmen in here. Let me tell you. I don't trust the Klan. They're banking I don't trust on. They're banking right. on uh, inflation not growing quite as bad. Yeah. But no. like, Wait, first off. Craig, yeah, literally they're oh, like. That's what they're hoping. Oh, oh, good things oh, are just gonna, they're like, going to claim a victory on it yo, plateauing. Oh, yeah, because they're like, we, we, we got it to 9% yeah. to like 6% and that's a victory. They're looking yeah. at it right now like it's so high. It's got to go. It's got to plateau how somewhere, right? How would you right? define inflation, Craig? The value of the dollar I got, being I got lists of words Democrats. I know they changed. I'm, I'm really something along the anything. lines of the dollar being less valuable. Yes, yeah, so like your your dollar will buy less stuff. We yeah. just need to shred dollars, I think. 
feel like. And go back to the gold standard. Do we want to talk about the gold standard? Unironically, I don't think it's a bad thing. Unironically, I actually kind of boogie with the gold standard because mm-hmm. then you just can't print money, you just can't make money, and you know who hates that? Who who hates that? Who do you think hates that? There's two the people who hate the most. The swamp. Well, that's yes, the but government. they're both in it. The government's one. Yeah. And the corporations. The banks. The banks. Yeah. yeah. The, ba- the banks hate it because then they have less power because they have they have Bitcoin. Yeah, that's why I love Bitcoin, bro. I, I'm a big Bitcoin fan. I got some. I, I'm a still. big fan of Bitcoin. To, I hope that ki- to the coin. To the coin. I, I made it. Th- I've made a thousand bucks on Bitcoin. Like, I, see, like I'm not survive. worried about I like it. The turbulent time. Right? The, the looking at it like a stock is like. I mean, that's like. I mean, it's cool that you're able to right now, mm-hmm. but it's really just speculation and gambling. Yeah, that's all it you is. Know? It'd be nice if it became a solid number somewhere. Well, and L, isn't and it in one of the. This, in but one of those central, where that's better for our yeah. society. Yeah, and one of the Central American countries, uh, they adopted it as like an official currency. Was it El Salvador? Puerto, I think Puerto Rico. No, Puerto Rico is not a country. Puerto Rico is a territory, of the, territory United of the United States. States. Yeah, yeah. So they take the U.S. dollar. <laughs> Would be Costa Rica. <laughs> but Puerto I don't think Rico, it was Costa Rica. Puerto I think Rico, it was El Salvador. I want to say, or it started with an E. I thought Puerto Rico is where the, the Bitcoin traders and the. The crypto yeah. traders want to live because of the taxation yeah. that is yeah. so low on them Similar. on capital yeah. gains. But no, but there's there's a, there's a country that straight up that. like adopted it as like a partial, oh, as like right. a partial like official currency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course you know so we can't have that. So a bunch of uh, a bunch of regulators at the U.S. government decided to like lower and limit trading with them because you know it's dangerous and unstable currency. Where really what it is is that the uh, the government doesn't want the U.S. government doesn't want to give up the power of the dollar. Uh, and so they're pissed, and so they're going to try and run whatever country it is into the ground economically mm-hmm. uh, as, like, punishment, which is kind of what we tried to do to Russia. We told Russia invaded Ukraine, and the international order said, we like our international order because it keeps all of us technocrats atop. Let's so we're going to punish you. We're going to punish you. We're going to smack your economy in the ground, blah, blah, blah. We're going to do all this stuff. We're going to take away your foreign currency, yada, yada, yada. We're not going to let you trade. And... Uh, you know, the Russian economy took a big hit, and then they were like, try us. And the ruble is, like, back to where it was within, within like, stronger. a month. Within, like, a month it went back to where it was. And, yeah, it's actually stronger than it's been in, like, a decade at least, Like, which is kind of crazy to think about. And China and Russia kind of getting back to the foreign policy thing a little bit. You know, China and Russia actually announced an economic initiative to – not get off the dollar, but to do some of their trade, like very technical because they don't want to ever say they're getting off the dollar until they're 100% ready to do it. But they're like, we are looking into doing some possible trading uh, with certain resources off of off of Taiwan. the yen and the ruble. Taiwan, they're getting ready to negotiate it. But yeah, so we'll see. Well, everybody needs Taiwan for their semiconductors. Not but. yet. The CHIPS Act. Uh, we're we're, we're going to uh, subsidize a whole bunch of money to California. Allegedly. We're going to build our own chips. Allegedly. I mean, Don't we'll see how that works. I actually, you know, in a vacuum, I actually love that idea where if there's a resource that we can make in America, we should be making it in America. We shouldn't be importing it from other countries, and we shouldn't be, like, abhor- uh, like being held back to these other countries. Hold you know, the like, ranch. Yeah, and, like, sorry. The problem is in the free with, – with, it's one of the problems to have in the free market, though, is that it's going to be cheaper to produce it over there. Well, yeah, but screw the free market. National, it's a national security interest, and sometimes that takes precedent, which is why I'm also pro. I mean, if you want to just, like, make the market more favorable to it, mm-hmm. like uh, Rick Santorum had this neat neat bit in a, a book he wrote 
uh, called Blue Collar Conservative, which he wrote after he ran for president before Trump did. And I swear Trump must have like read it or taken Ted a lot Kears. of this from him. Ted Cruz did the same thing. Fuck yeah. the media. Well, when, what, all a bunch of liars. It, I'm going to run on you all being dishonest. Yeah. And, but, most. but so what he suggested was literally a 0% tax on manufacturing corporations in the United States. Like if, oh, if you I, only, I 100% support that. And it that. was like, it was like, so it's a That's free what makes market. Sense. Yeah, it's yeah. a free market way to encourage. And, you know, I mean. So then the only way you get beat is if overseas they're willing to work so like slaves. Much, yeah. So it's got to be so but much what, cheaper. What, yeah. what, what, was Rick Hans, what was Rick Santorum's death now? He had His one what? comment. He had one comment that was like one of those both major um, parties. I don't think like, he ever did. I think I mean Mitt Romney had his fifty fifty three percent forty seven percent comment or something like that. I forget what I forget exactly what it was. It was it was like forty seven percent of people will never vote for us, and so we shouldn't care about them. But or something no, like no, that. I'm talking a CNN comment that Santorum might have made. Oh well, he's been on quick. he's been on CNN for a while, so but Did, he's actually too he's too smart for CNN, yes. which is why he got kicked off of there because they were like, "You're making too good arguments." For I also argue, <laughs> I also argue, if you're comparing him to Chris Christie, he's not the smartest politician. Who Santorum? Santorum versus Christie. Yeah, Santorum. He he ran and did his best in 2012, and personally, I think. He should have won. No, he set the model in 2016. Trump, Jack, he set the model. Santorum's yeah. model and turned it up times yeah. five. Yeah, I think we talked he about that a bit before. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much what he did. And then he added his billions of dollars to it and all that stuff. But yeah, like I think stuff like that's a good idea. Like if you can, like there's there's certain things economically that we need to encourage in America. And I think that some subsidies are okay in that sort of field. Subsidies, some tax cuts especially. But yeah, I think I think that there are ways to have a bit of uh, economic protectionism that benefits the country as a whole because you know the counter argument is it just makes it more expensive for the consumer well guess what if those consumers are working at jobs where they make 20 bucks more an hour you send us five bucks yeah but you gotta eliminate i the side where that makes sense to me is when you eliminate our corporate taxes yeah you gotta limit you gotta make it so these corporations can't afford to pay their employees more make it as like don't add another bill and that's a good it's a good start protection for the employees and stuff don't be taxing them and i think it's a good start definitely is yeah. the companies that we like tax cuts if we gotta wrap this up because all right it is thanks for having o'clock, me guys so. yeah definitely good episode thanks for coming back yeah anytime and you gotta be one one of our first guests if not the first one in the new studio no, if you can do it no hey i'd be down but be one of the first ones. a solid every month produces one of our better episodes any shout outs any promotions you want to make hey shout out to the saint james crew because i promised them i'd give them a shout out hope you guys listen to the whole way through and thanks for holding me hostage at your guys's uh, <laughs> the party for so long today it was such a good time love you guys